make it. They will come. Oh, that sounds really bad. <laughs> Nobody will admit that they're coming, but... Uh... Welcome, Commander Smiths. We are the Commander Smiths. I'm Adam Smith. And I'm Lowry Smith. Don't worry. We're cousins. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, that That's was beer. some ASMR right there. <laughs> the problem it. is this beer, what I was supposed to do, and I didn't even do it with this one. I got four of them, one, you know, to have for the cast. Mm-hmm. And it's a rogue chocolate nitro stout with natural chocolate flavoring added. Mm-hmm. It says you can just open it out of the can and drink it, but it also says you you can open it and then immediately flip it upside down in a cup, and it has what does it say? Nitro. Uh, the bubbles yeah, open. Yeah, I've never seen that happen before. Oh, that's how Guinnesses are. Yeah, so it has a. It's like a dulled Guinness. Like it's not as strong as a Guinness, and it doesn't. Ha- it has a little bit of chocolate flavoring. Guinness is pretty tame. Maybe so. my taste buds have changed because Guinness used to be really tough for me. <laughs> and I haven't had Guinness since we went to Ireland. So before we had Drake. Yeah. Um, Guinness so is I'd, way better in Ireland, by the way. Yeah, that was, it was pretty delicious. But even so that was smooth. like, whoa, this is, this is a dark beer. I don't know. If, but now that's all I drink is dark beer. So maybe that, that's changed <laughs> a bit. It does. Uh, I'm going to be drinking a Fouquet. Wild American Fouquet? Ales. I don't even know. It looks like there's grapes on the front. It's fancy it's, because yeah. do you have a bottle. Did you say it? Is that a cork on it? There's a cork on it, but I can't. You can't even see. Oh, that fucking worked. What'd you use? Sunglasses. How did you pop? You mean a, it just has a regular top to it, not a cork? No, like is in a. There is a cork in this too. But oh, there is. I uh, got some cheap ass sunglasses that have like a bottle topper on it. Oh, really? <laughs> I was really expecting them to just snap. Yeah, that doesn't seem like a proper thing to have a bottle opener on. And then you're putting the sunglasses on at night. Nice. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. uh, my wife said I look like the uh, Big Lebowski. Oh, that, that is actually true. Well, let me see if I can take a picture of that. Let's see here. Uh, hang okay, on. Now I got to actually cork this let's see if we can get you in here larry yeah actually i'm going to record it because then it'll come out clear there's larry with his this is this is perfect for the podcast so people can totally hear that but maybe i'll tag this in the let's see (laughs) you totally look like the big lebowski uh okay so before you even get all that done so we're on episode 145 larry might take like five ten minutes here um we oh there you go all right take a sip and tell me how it tastes it smells nice it smells yeasty today's episode is gonna be uh we haven't done spotlight for a while but lowry already doesn't even have the cards yet has made a spotlight deck from commander legends how's that be your taste it's good it's good sour i like it oh sour sours i love sours i don't see Especially now that I got sunglasses on, I do not know what's what's really in it. So, <laughs> beer, gout, toe flare up is what God, it is. I hope not. <laughs> I ran around uh, my house ten times today. You ran? My, yeah, and my nice. entire body 
underneath the waist. <laughs> Super, like, tendons not used for a long time. So you were crawling after uh, five minutes there? Uh, yeah. Nice. Um, okay, so we got Spotlight Deck today. We have continuing with Stump the Savant, continuing with the same style that we had, maybe a little bit of a tweak, allowing Lowry to guess a little bit more uh, during his 30 seconds, uh, and then one spec to rule them all. So that is our episode in a... Look, I'm in a nutshell. You know what that's from? Austin Powers. You did it? Oh, is it? Okay. Dude, you got to give me time to guess. I, I didn't even give you that, time to guess again. No, no. <laughs> this is this is how I feel. You just cut me off. That's Dude, right. didn't even give me time to guess. I would have forgotten that. I don't even remember. This is movies. me in a nutshell. The uh, only thing I remember is the, like, mini me having a tripod in the tent scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, all the because penis scenes were laughing. awesome, of course. What's that? The, the penis scenes on radar where they always see, oh. like, the, what is it, the... <laughs> yeah. Is it the Dutch boy or whatever is in space? I think that might be even the second one. And it's like, it looks like a giant Johnson. Come take a look at this. Like, and they keep going from scene to scene. Uh, I mean, dick jokes are probably played out in the 2020s. <laughs> no, yeah. Nobody does them anymore. No, yeah. So I can see why Austin Powers is not, you know. We aren't even planning to play Matt with a big dick on it, right? We definitely are talking about it. <laughs> I don't know how many people would do that. I think if it would, like I said before, if it zoomed in enough and you didn't know that it was a, a veiny dick, people would play with it. If we make it, they will come. Yeah, oh, that sounds really here. bad. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody oh. will admit that they're coming, but... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So... um Anything happened with you? Oh, I have to be Debbie Downer this week for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we lost a member of the Smith community. Uh, that's my, our, we had to put down our cat this week, which Debbie Downer. Wah, wah, wait, yeah, where's, no, that sucks. where's Zeke's little want, want? There it is. The has been around for Yeah, that is the, uh, so we got that cat. We actually kind of stole it from my mom like 12, 13 years ago when we weren't supposed to have cats in my wife's apartment. And then we got busted and the lady's like, you guys are good renters, but we know you have a cat. And we're like, oh, what are you talking about? She's like, we saw it just hanging. I think I even told that story where it was hanging on the screen. <laughs> And I was like, oh, yeah, that cat. And then she told us we had to get rid of it. So we did, and then we bought a house within a month, and then <laughs> we got her back once we got the house. Nice. So, But, yeah, she was um, an awesome cat and just, man, pets are amazing. It's just that end of the life I was not looking for. I knew it was going to happen because we have three pets or had three pets, and when it came, it came quick. Like, she... The last two weeks was just, she dropped half her weight. She couldn't walk. She was stumbling all over the place. Um, she'd go to her litter box, pee, and then just lay down in the litter box. And it was just like, yeah, it went it went pretty quick. So um, the good thing is I was in the room for with her while it was happening. She didn't really know what was going on because she was already kind of, she didn't drink any water the last two days. And 
Super Debbie, Debbie Downer, but yeah, that both my wife and I just lost it. So one funny thing out of it yep. is we had to get, we had a time constraint, like we had a plan that we were bringing her in on Friday, but by Thursday, her breathing got really bad. And so I was like, Cindy, we need to get her in like today. Cause I don't think she's going to make it through the night. And it sounds like now she's suffering so I called and they're like, well, you need to be here by four. Well, I, I had to pick up Drake from school at 345 and they're like 10 minutes away. So we had the boys with us mm-hmm. in, in the car and, you know, with COVID stuff, we couldn't go in. So one of us had to bring her in. So I brought her in, you know, tears, whatever, everything. We get back in the car. Cindy and I are both crying and the boys are like, I don't know what... They're like the weird thing is with kids are like they don't know how to handle it and then like for the rest of the night or for the next like two days they're like, are you sad that Allie's dead? Like stop it. But anyway, so Drake was trying to cheer us up and he's like, look what I did at school today. And it was his last day of school before now everything's distance learning. More mm-hmm. Debbie Downer stuff. But he's showing us this coloring book that he did, and so he's like flipping through the pages and it says he had to draw like a sentence and then draw the picture. And it was like, I love my family. And it's like, I love Mrs. N. And he wrote, I love our kitty. And both of us are like, ah, like just lost Aww. it again. Then the next page, oh, I said the wrong one in wrong order. But the next one said, I love my family, but it was, I love FML. <laughs> so both Cindy and I start laughing and Drake, yeah, he's like, why are you guys laughing? It's like, oh, it, you family is just, it's so cute. He's like, what, what did I do? It's like, no, nah, nothing. Like we're both just uh, fuck my life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was interesting week. Um, yeah, I the support from everybody was awesome. I didn't know when I, I sent out a text or a thing in the Discord because that's when we were figuring out what was mm-hmm. happening. You know, that was on Wednesday. And I was like, just found out we have to put our cat down. I don't know what to do. And actually, that helped because before that, I didn't think that I could be in the room. Like, I was like, I don't think I can do that. Uh, but then I got a lot of feedback from people saying, you know, I think Zero even mentioned that. Um, I don't think it's, it might be a sister or a friend was like, she's yeah, a vet and sees, yeah, the pets, when owners drop them off and just leave the pet, like last thing is looking around trying to find their owner. Um, yeah, I read that part and I was like, I'm, if I ever have to put an animal down, I'm, I'm in there. Yeah. So that's kind of what he wrote. That sealed my decision there. I was like, yeah, I, I, I had actually kind of already decided cause somebody else had mentioned too about being in there. But that really sealed it. And I was like, yep, mm-hmm. I'll be in there no matter how hard it was. And I actually kept it together until the vet was like, she's gone. And then just lost it. <laughs> like, and then the, the one where it was a helper nurse and she was like, I got to go. Like was in tears running out of the room. And then the other one was like, do you need some time? I was like, yeah, I can't go out like this. <laughs> like I'm just bawling. <laughs> and I think because of how bad I was bawling, she was like, we have these little paw things that we do with the pets and we'll just give that to you for free. And I was like, yeah, give me whatever. I don't <laughs> care. Like just a mess, but yeah. So, oh boy. yeah. So that, that was great help with you, you guys too. You, uh, the texts that I did with you guys, you know, number two, yeah. Jeremy, 
Trombley and you guys helped with that. And then the discord was, that was a good help. So sometimes, uh, I really was appreciative of all that stuff. So, Ugh. so how's COVID? No, just kidding. <laughs> Let's change From my subject. understanding. Yeah. <laughs> to something a little bit lighter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't have COVID. So let's just do it like a checkup. You got COVID this week? Uh, nope. Okay, do you know cool. anybody that? Do you, do you know who new? does that joke? It's like uh, I think it's. Oh yeah, it's Mitch Hedberg. He goes, I do the round and about way of uh, the AIDS or checking if you or knowing if you have AIDS. He goes up to his friend Steve. He's like, Hey Steve, do you know anybody with AIDS? He's like, Nope. He's like, Good, because you know me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's AIDS. I think I'm using the wrong uh, disease or whatever, but I, he does. It's a pretty good joke. Yeah, I can see him. It might be herpes. Yeah. Do you know anybody with herpes? Nope. Good. Cause you know me. (laughs) Uh, so yeah. Um, you, anything happened with you, Lau? No, no. You guys have been chilling at home. Yeah. Chilling. Well, Everything's getting shut down here in Minnesota. Yeah. I mean, that's probably the right thing. That's what happens when people don't know how to wear a mask for themselves and think it's a political statement. I'm not getting political. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, okay. Let's get the tags in for today. Um, Big one. Patreon. We have two new patrons today. We have Thor Peterson and Rick P. Welcome to the Meat Force. Welcome. And I was <laughs> thinking, do you think do you think Thor Peterson is just uh, the pen name for Thor Odin's son, like the God of Thunder? Wink. I got gotcha. you. You think gotcha. that? Maybe? There's my joke drums. Uh, no, fine, <laughs> fine. Oh, those are as good a joke drums as yeah, any. I wasn't at the joke drum page. So I was like, well, I guess I'll just get to that. It would have been really delayed. Uh, okay, so you can become a patron for just a dollar. Gets you into the Discord. And actually starting this week officially starts the Battle Box, Commander Smith Battle Box League uh, each month we will be adding more packs, uh, and this is all for Commander Legends. So you have time, even if you become a patron after this week or next week, you still have, we just try to get in two games at least a month. Uh, there are more games to be played because there's tiebreaker points, which wins your prizes and everything at the end. Uh, $5 or more gets you the proxy of the week each month. Uh, the free way to support the show is to go to YouTube, subscribe there videos to come i promise Stop. Uh, <laughs> check out twitter that's where you can see larry not sharing certain things with me not necessarily beer this week it was pie right yeah pumpkin pie. was it pumpkin pie pumpkin pie gross you can keep it what are you uh, talking you about can also, <laughs> i told you how put, are we put, friends Put no, we're cousins. We're not friends. Get that straight. Mm. I have to be. I have to talk to you because you're a family. No, I'm just kidding. Mm. <laughs> uh, if you put French silk on there, then I'll then I'll get jealous. That's that's the thing there. Uh, also, proxy of the weeks on Twitter, and then other card sphere stuff that Lowry gets in the mail, and other fun stuff that we find interesting. Which, by the way, a new secret layer is coming. Sweet. The Did you see those? Ones? Uh, did you see the ones? 
the they're doing like a special edition secret layer because it's a year secret of them birthday. celebrating the anniversary of when they started it. Yeah, we technically they've it's it's been leaked what is all going to be in there. Oh, I didn't know that. What's all in there? T- oh, tell man, me. I don't fucking remember. So they have it's artists. about Seb McKinnon. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be the uh, lands in the style of Bob Ross. And there's going to be three others. That oh, okay. That was a that was a legit thing. The Bob yeah. Ross lands. Okay. Yep. So that's there. There is a leak that has talked about all of them. That's going to be coming out. They're going to be all spoiled in the next couple of days anyway. So well, one got spoiled tonight. You yeah. saw that, right? The Seth yeah. McGinnon one. Yep. Yeah. With He's the freaking sweet damnation art. That damnation. And what about that land? That swamp was amazing. Yeah. You like that yeah. swamp? You I want do. that basic and I land? like that. I like the artist. He's one yeah. of my favorite current ones. Yeah. That's pretty but, uh, sweet. I'm probably I'm excited probably for this. Not. <laughs> yeah. We'll see the price tag and go. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. And then you guys can direct message us on Twitter or another place is to shoot us an email at commandersmiths at Gmail. All right, now that our tags are out of the way, we might as well get to the episode. And we always start off the episode by doing this. It's time for everyone's favorite game show. (laughs) Exactly. Dump the Smith Savant. Could you get that music? Did we have to Uh, pay for that? that No, no, we did. That was free. It was a YouTube thing, and then I just. <laughs> you don't like my music? I mean, well, how about I, I would this? much rather spend the money on getting like Drew Carey to talk it like through. <laughs> oh, you don't like my voice? No, I love What's your voice, on? but if we're gonna pay, we might as well pay a celebrity. Yeah, do uh, what is it called? The uh, where you pay the celebrities? Um, shit, cameo. Oh, yeah. you do a cameo? cameo? Yeah, we can do a cameo. Or somebody can get us a cameo, and then we can use that as something. Hey, think of that, S- listeners. Something. Do that for us. Get the, a cameo sent to us. It's only like 20 bucks or something like that. And then get them to say whatever you want. Hey, we could do that for a lot of these open. That'd be sweet. <laughs> I wonder, though, if that would work, if you could use that at that point. You would think so know. if you're just paying them. I don't know. Okay. Don't know. Uh, all right. So how this game works and how we changed it last week is I'm going to be reading the flavor text to, uh, to Lowry. Based on that flavor text, Larry is going to get clues and make guesses of what he thinks the card is. Last week, he got a 70. Uh, every wrong guess that Larry gets is minus 10 points. Every clue that he gets is minus 5 points. Roughly, I'm going to be doing a 36 or 36, 30 second timer between each clue, and Larry can make as many guesses as he wants during that time. Last week, I was only Instead allowing of one. cutting me off. Instead of cutting him off, we're going to allow him to get through it. But as soon as he gets to that 30-second mark, if he doesn't have the, a guess for what it is, we will move on to the next clue. All right. Okay. You ready for this, Larry? Yeah. I got to get my yep, timer bring it, set here. Bring it. So ready. Oh, I've been, man, I've been I... reading cards all week. You've been reading. That is true. Dang it. I got to get my... I'm going to have to just do my timer that was on the, the computer. So I'm going to have to go jump back and forth. I think my problem last week is that I didn't keep reading the flavor text enough. And so I'm going to try to do that a little bit better this week, going back and forth with that. Um, just a second. Timer. All right. <clears throat> flavor text. 
is when defeat is near and guidance is scarce, all eyes look in one direction. You know, the band One Direction. <laughs> so, all that, right. was, that clue timer pointed is... towards a British character. Yeah. <laughs> I am starting the timer now. Okay. Um, oh. So, flavor text, this makes me think that they're talking either about Sarah, like an angel, either Sarah or Sigarda. Um, so, I want to say, is this a white card? No. Fuck. It's not. Um, I'll read that again because we're running out of your timer here. Just so you can have it. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Um, all right. When defeat is near and guidance is scarce, all eyes look in one direction. All right. So that is one guess you had. All right. So the first thing I was going to give you was the 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 color that's what i was doing i'm like okay. what am i gonna give you first <laughs> all right the color is colorless okay so it's either artifact or eldrazi is this uh all right 30 seconds is on is this an older set so like before time spiral or after time spiral give me a yes or no yes or no question is this is the set it's from before time spiral no okay so this potentially could be eldrazi or an artifact eldrazi and things is this from the zendikar blocks no okay so it's not eldrazi uh, i guess it could all right be that was your 30 fraud. seconds all right um okay so the next <laughs> the next thing i was gonna give you is the casting cost okay casting cost is zero jesus and zero. 30 seconds starts now zero colorless can i get the flavor text again Yep, sorry. Uh, when defeat is near and guidance is scarce, all eyes look in one direction. Zero casting cost. Zero casting cost. It's colorless. colorless. And it's bef- <clears throat> or after time spiral. So it's like a bobble of some type? Oh my goodness. Um... Zero. It's not Misha's bobble. It's not like those All right. that was my, pieces of my, shit. Uh, my timer there. No All guesses right, there. Nah, yeah. Go ahead. Okay, this this will help you a little bit. I'm gonna give you the type. It oh. is a land. Oh. Yeah, that's why I wanted to do the order of that because I was like, if I told you it was a land, and then I'm not gonna be able to give you casting costs yeah. later. Yeah. I was hoping you'd figure it out from being a zero casting cost. It's a land. That's a time land. spiral or sooner. like recent. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay. So again, add or <laughs> I was about to read the card. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> when defeat is near and guidance is scarce, all eyes look in one direction. <laughs> oh, I'm starting the 30 seconds. <laughs> okay, so it's a This is what happens when you're jumping. I'm going to stop this for a second. This is what happens when you're jumping back and forth because normally I had my other monitor up and that's what was easier. I was able to look at this. I, now I'm realizing I need both monitors in here. I was like, oh, I could just do this on the laptop. No. Because I'm jumping back and forth, and so then I started reading the actual okay. fucking card. All right. All right, so it's a land that <laughs> is relevant. It has no color, so it's not a flip card of any type. Um, when defeat is near and guidance is scarce, all eyes look in one direction. I mean, to the north. Um... What is a land? I have no... Clearly it's colorless. You misled me on that one. (laughs) Well, I was hoping you'd narrow down some things, like ask. Like, normally you're like... Well, I guess you would never... You never asked if it was uh, colorless. You always asked if it's multicolored and all that. Yep. So I kind of gave that hint right away. The, uh... And I went with white right away. And that was a no. Um, Jesus. Is this from Innistrad block? Uh, no. All right. You ready for the next clue? Fine. Uh, I'm trying to figure out which one. Oh, I got to start. Our, we ran out of the timer. Wow. All right. Or not the timer, the music for the background. Um, <laughs> That's not good. That means it's bad. So I'm going to give you the rarity question mark. I don't know if that'll help you, though, in this. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, I will give you the first set that this appeared in. This will probably be the giveaway uh it first appeared in commander oh so are we talking the original commander we're talking command tower then yes (laughs) (laughs) all right i was hoping i i have a backup because i thought you might get that one but i thought because of how crazy the 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 um, flavor text doesn't really yeah, fit it doesn't with give the card. A ton. Yeah. So I was huh. like, maybe I'll get, I had a second card just in case you got it. <laughs> so what were you going to be like? Sing- Commander 2014, 2016, 2017, <laughs> 18, 19, 20. Well, then- that was like the dead giveaway. The next thing is I was going to say what the picture fe- features. And so I was going to try tower. to keep it a little more. That's Well, I wasn't going to say a tower. I was going to say the p- picture features a building. So I was going to try to throw you off that way, but I decided to go with the, uh, the first set that it was in. I and then I also had, yeah. um, common that wouldn't help you. It's a common. So no, right? that, that wouldn't have helped me. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't like think this I've one. thought of how to deal with auxiliary sets. Cause I think I normally think of just like standard sets yeah. So any new cards coming in from probably like Modern Horizons and Commander sets, 
that's probably going to be really hard for me to categorize when I'm trying to go through this. I'll, I'll tell you what, I'm really glad that you went with time spiral because I knew off the top of my head that that was before this, but if yeah. you would have gone something closer, like, uh, what would be closer to this? Like Zendikar has, yeah. yeah, Zendikar might've thrown me off. If you would have been like, is this before or after Zendikar? I'd have been like, um, judge, please judge. <laughs> I need help. Time, time <laughs> spiral is kind of when I and we got back into it. Got back so into that's it. that's kind of yeah. where it's a clean cut for our memories a little bit. And that was before we were doing commander. We were still yep. doing the 60 card stuff again. Um, but yeah, well, okay. So you had four wrong guesses. So that's a big no, no there. Cause that gets you a minus 40. And then you had one, two, three, four clues. So again, you, you're doing well with the clues. Uh, so you got a total of 40. So last week you had 70, this week you get a 40. Back to the blasphemous act. Pointage. <laughs> That's all right. Man, I I'm, I really want to do one. What are we at for time? I wanted to do one to see if you would get it right away. But we can save it. How I about can it for you could do it, and if I don't get it right away, then just save it for next week. Okay. <clears throat> okay, here it is. Ready? One mog to aim the catapult. One mog to steer the rock. Uh, is that Goblin Bombardment? Okay, good thing I didn't do it. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is a card Lowry uses all the time, and I like that it does. It seems like it's one ring to rule them all type thing. Yeah. And I was like, Lowry's going to get this. I want to use it, but good job. Hey, hey, ladies and gentlemen, that's how the Savant works. He can get it off of one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm purposely, but that's why I'm purposely like, I know some of these will be giveaways and Lowry plays with this enough. He'll know it right off the bat. Like that one. How does that one stick in your head? Why did you get, how did you get that one off the first try? Well, I've probably read it enough and then you go goblins and then it could be a couple of different cards, but it's clearly the, it's definitely one that I play more of than any other goblins. Cause it fits into other decks rather than just goblin decks i mean you got that quick right there you know that's <laughs> it isn't like oh yeah i remember seeing that that's this card you just kind of worked it out in your head and yeah that's how the savant I mean, I've works definitely heard it you know read it before as well so mm -hmm. it, it all kind of plays in you know be funny is if you read the ones that i've already given you like that we've done this stuff for mm-hmm I wouldn't be able to get the cards that I read the, <laughs> the flavor text to you these last few weeks. If you read last week's to me, I wouldn't have got it. I, I, you read it to me now, I'd be like, what are you? No, I don't know. <laughs> That's why That should be something down the road. All right. Um, so we are going to move into Spotlight. Let me get the right stuff here. Beep, beep, beep. Hey, that I liked that you... Uh, you got that one off the first guess, though. That I went from too. a forty to a hundred. That was that was impressive. All right. A spotlight deck. All right. What are we doing today, Larry? What what deck do we have for us? Uh, I built Obeka Brute Chronologist. Obeka. Uh, it is colorless, black, blue, red, three four ogre wizard, uh, and then it taps, and the player whose turn it. Uh, is may end the turn and then in parentheses which they should have probably just put 
is exile all spells and abilities from the stack. The player whose turn it is discards down to their maximum hand size. Damage wears off, and this turn and until end of turn effects end. So this is Sundial of the Infinite on, on a, creature, a creature, a legendary creature. Yep. And we have kind of talked about Sundial a little bit and how it's a really cool, interesting, unique card. Um, and I'll post the Because I used it with Perforos and um, Ilhrog. Mm-hmm. So you can keep your creatures on the battlefield and all that stuff. So it just ends it so that anything that says sacrifice this creature in a turn or return it to your hand in a turn or whatever, it nullifies that and uh, you get to keep it. The interesting thing with this is you can do this to other players, but mm-hmm. that player has to agree to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so is there any aspect, like first looking at this card, it's like, I guess when I first see it, I'm like, all right, how can I abuse the, it's somebody else's turn and get them to end their turn? Was there any way that you could do that with this? Super hard. And there is only Uh, about one. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) There was only one card in here that I forced to be in here because I felt like it would create situations where it might happen. Mm -hmm. And that's title Barracuda where, uh, three, four, any player may cast spells as though they had flash and then your opponents can't cast spells on your turn. So I felt like that was going to create maybe enough chaos where somebody's going like, oh, something really bad is happening to me. Hey, do you want to end the turn? And so mm. that that's the only card in here where I'm like, this could potentially work. Well, I could see that that actually is a really sweet card. If you think about it even more with that is that other players are casting on other players' turns. So in a way, if it's like, you know, if it's my turn and let's say number two is casting something that you don't like what he's casting, you go, Adam, I'm ending your turn because we don't want that to come out. And I'm like, okay, I agree to it. Let's get rid of number two's thing and I'll cast my stuff on his turn. And so if somebody's doing that like Cyclonic Rift and a turn Cyclonic Rift not on their turn... I could be like, hey, do you want to end the turn and not have that, you know, exile the spell? Right. And so that that, that seems sweet, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, that that's definitely sweet. Well, it changes Cyclonic Rift to make the person cast it on their own turn, yeah. which is a benefit to the rest of the table. It still sucks you're getting Cyclonic Rift, but at least that person isn't getting that full turn uh, ahead of you because mm-hmm. they just tapped out with everything. Uh, okay, so uh, some notable stuff. I guess uh, when I was going through it all, I did have a couple questions that I wanted to ask about, mm-hmm. um, and I wasn't sure about the wording, and so that's why I was like, oh, maybe this is why he has these in here. But you have a lot of things that when they enter the battlefield, each player sacrifices a creature. That's not messing with anything with ending the turn, right? No. Or are you trying? Okay, that's just your way of removal, right? That's what you're doing there? Yeah, it's. Okay. I wanted to be a little bit more creature-centric with removal. And this yep. hits everybody, and then um, as 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 you've seen, Adam, is that there's a bit of a reanimator theme here, mm-hmm. and so yeah, because was, you have, uh, and I was going to get to that too. You have like unearth stuff, which fits in with what your commander does. So mm-hmm. I did also notice that that um, what is his name? It's Cedrus, is it? Cedrus, Cedrus. The so that has spiked as of this week because I think of this deck as the reason why it's Probably, spiking. Yeah. 
but it has each creature card in your graveyard has unearth two and a black. So what you're doing is return. It says when you pay that return, uh, the card to play this creature gains haste, remove it from the game at the end of turn or would leave play. Uh, so basically you're doing what we had talked about before. You're bringing back your creature for the unearth cost, mm -hmm. but then it doesn't leave play because you end your turn before you get to that point. Well, so the, right. It's, it's a little bit more specific than what you're saying there, though, is the delayed trigger of exile at the end of turn has to go onto the stack. Right. So your and then, end of turn has to start, yeah. right? And then you do it as like it's saying, okay, end of turn is starting, All and this would be triggering. Happen. And then you go, okay, now my turn is over. All those triggers disappear, and then you don't have to worry about it at the end of everybody's turn because yeah. it would do it. If you didn't do, if you did it before that, it would then trigger at the end of the next end turn. Yep. And so there are some cards that specifically state at the end of the next turn, or some of them say at the end of that next turn or your next turn. Um, like all of those are different and specific. And so most of the time, the the best way is just to let the trigger happen, and then and then, and then exile it off the stack. Mm -hmm. Because that solves all those different ones. Because yeah. in, in this case, it is saying at the end of turn. So it's not saying your turn. So when it gets to the next player, if you hadn't let that trigger happen, mm -hmm. then it will happen on the next player's turn. Yes. And so that is something that you do need to be aware of. These are all, most of those types of triggers are also stifleable. So it's like counter target activated or triggered ability. Um stifle there's tails end dissolve in here that do those things um those are just mm -hmm. kind of backups just in case um but they also kind of work a little bit different as well so but you can stifle any of those kind of triggers and that is important like backup if somebody goes for your obeka gotcha well and you also have uh the whatchamacallit that we were just talking about to end the turn my brain oh, sundial of the infinite. Yep, yep. sundial of the infinite in there. Um, so just to kind of rehash some of the other cool stuff that it's uh, the obvious ones that you come across, but then the ones not so obvious. The one that stands out to me is the Emmercool. I think that one's pretty sweet because you cast Emmercool, you gain control of target opponents during that player's next turn. And then you're basically, aren't you taking away their extra turn? Is that what you're trying to do there? Well, so the main reason why that's there is because I needed like a finisher. Um, oh, so this is your day of dragons. Yeah, a bit of a day of okay. dragons, but also like taking their turn and you can end it. You could cast stuff and then exile that off the, the stack if you don't want it to actually happen as well. Um, but you. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, because you get rid of it and then, uh, yeah, you, <laughs> you cast their Cyclonic Rift. You cast their destroy all creatures wrath of god or whatever mm -hmm. but then end their turn end yeah i guess what i when i first was thinking about it i was like oh what he's doing here is then after that turn they get an extra turn you're canceling that turn but that doesn't work because then they would have control of it and get to choose if their turn was over so that yeah. really wouldn't work so the you, way i was you thinking could stifle both triggers type thing so like taking over their control or their turn and they don't get another turn i think that's on the same paragraph i should probably look um, I was not thinking of it like that, and so I'd have to 
No, because it says whenever you cast Emrakul, you gain control of target opponents opponents during that player's next turn. After that turn, that player takes an extra turn. I was thinking because I am a um, reanimator style deck. There's a lot of draw and discard in here, and so I'm easily able to cast this for like uh, eight, seven to eight. Is very reasonable for it for a thirteen thirteen flying trample protection from instance. Yeah, and sure. then then if I'm just needing to discard it because it's early game or whatever, I can still bring it back later on from the Cedrus uh, Trader King type cards. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of where I was going with that. I kind of added that in today, just kind of going like, this is a good finisher, but I wish I could do something a little different because I'm, I'm not super keen on playing with the Eldrazi. It's not something I normally do, and I have two of them in here. Yeah, but this is a... Oh, I guess you do have uh, Kozilek, don't you, yeah. as well? And Kozilek, Kozilek's in there, the the original one. That's in there, actually, as a shuffle effect. Yeah, like we've talked about. It's an easy way to get your... If you're discarding a lot, that especially helps. Yeah, I, drawing, putting stuff in your, your graveyard. I think the that's, third time I goldfished this, I drew my deck out and lost. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I should... I, throw you know, butcher. that's where I originally went with like, okay, I need probably a reshuffling Eldrazi to get stuff back into my library. Oh, these other Eldrazi are pretty good. I ended up, I had like four in here and I've cut it down to two. So my question is, is how are you drawing that much? Like that's a lot of draw in there. I, I did notice one interesting thing. I, I, I wanted to, one of my favorite cards in here was memory jar. Zero going to fuck people over with that one. <laughs> well, it's, it's actually the safe, the best way to do it. It's so what happens is, is you're removing the, their hands from the game and then they're drawing seven cards. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly how I did it. I had notion thief in play, which does not allow them to draw extra cards. And you draw. And you have another cards. card that's in there. I also have Hole Breacher in there. Yeah. <laughs> so, but both of those, like, I get to draw 28 cards with Notion Thief in play. And if I have mm-hmm. um, Teferi's Ageless Insight, I draw double that. Or at the end of turn, if I have Rael, which is whenever I discard for the first time in a turn, I get to draw that many cards. Mm-hmm. And you can just draw a crazy amount of cards. Um, and especially with the memory jar going off, it's, I wish there were more cards like that because yeah. it's the, they don't get a hand for this turn. You get a ton of uh, bonus off of those two cards um, with Hull Breacher and Notion Thief, but then they get their hand back and the game isn't just freaking over. Um, but, but the other part of it is you can use its ability though. Right. And, make it so that they what their hand was is no longer their hand and they have the seven cards in their hand. Potentially. And if you have the other things out of drawing cards, more cards when other people draw, then you get that and you get to keep all that crap in your hand, right? Uh, memory jar, that's probably a delayed trigger. I have not confirmed the- that. And when you're putting, yeah, so you probably can Obeka away that trigger of putting the land or the, the cards back into hand. Mm-hmm. Um, but my, my thought is I'm trying to kind of avoid that. It's brutal, but like I could just be putting in, uh, you know, wheel of fortune. I do have 
windfall in here and i would like a replacement for that but i don't think i i don't think there is um mm-hmm. but you know i'm i'm not really trying to why run. do you want a replacement why do you want a replacement for that i want i just don't want everybody's hand to be gone even though that is the best play yeah. it sucks and i was just complaining you about have, it last you week. have the other yeah, you have the other dick cards in there but you don't want to be that dickish. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had Narset in here, part of Avails. And then I was like, oh, no, nice. no, this isn't doing anything else <laughs> for me. So get rid of that. Um, you know, so like I could just have the wheels in there and it's probably just better than mm-hmm. Memory Jar. Maybe. <laughs> um, because Memory Jar is pretty cool because I can bring this back with Emery, Lurker of the Lock. And do mm-hmm. it a couple times, um, but I do have Snapcaster Mag, Mage and uh, Terrific. Oh man, that was my next. Okay. my next one I was gonna ask you about. So Snapcaster, um, you get target instant or sorcery card in your graveyard gains flashback until end of turn. Uh, it's flashback cost is equal to mana cost. Um, so can you basically make that so that isn't exiled? Is there a way that you cast it and then you're but that it's going to get exiled, isn't it? Yeah, still, it's, it's exiled. I don't okay. think there's any way to get rid of that. Like, I thought there was some trickery that you were doing <laughs> with Snapcaster, where you're like, "All right, I Snapcaster this back, but before it actually goes to the graveyard, I am going to end my turn after this resolves, and it doesn't go to the graveyard and doesn't get exiled, or it goes to the graveyard but doesn't get exiled." Is what I was kind yeah, of thinking no, you were that, messing around it, with the Snapcaster. Still, kind of happens. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, because it's part of the whole thing. Yeah. I don't know. I, that's why I, 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 I typed that in wrong. Which discombobulate? one? Discombobulate. Okay, I didn't put that on my Good. list of things to talk about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I obviously put Feldon in there, which is perfect because you're gonna take, uh, you're, like you said, you have creatures and stuff in your graveyard. You're creating a token copy of them, but then you're skipping the sacrifice part at the end of uh, the next end step. Keeping it around. Uh, Kiki Jiki does the same thing. Uh, but what I also really liked was your evoke creatures. There isn't a ton of them, but you have a couple in here. Mm-hmm. Your favorite, Mold Drifter, is in here. Yeah. So the cool thing is you cast Mold Drifter for three, and it's still it's a two-two creature, but uh, you can end the turn so that you don't have to sacrifice him if you really wanted to. No, you you'd still sacrifice him. No, you can you, you can get rid of it. You could. Yeah. So this is you do that in your second main phase then because you don't want your turn to end yeah. there. And so this is ends up being where there are there are two distinct because it's not ways. saying the end of turn; yep. it's saying sacrifice right it. So it you're ending play. it. Gotcha. Yep. And so there there are definitely a bunch of cards that when they come into play, like the hunted cards that come into play, and like they give creatures to the opponents you can get rid of your ETB effects that are negative and bad for cheap creatures. Mm -hmm. Um, But what that does is if you have those end of turn triggers, you also want to get rid of, it's kind of messing with when you can play those kind of creatures. And so I would highly suggest either choosing to focus in on those bad ETB creatures and add in like, um, the the card that just stops ETB effects, and then topple on the stifle effects with Obeka. Like that is, I think, a separate deck than something that like Kiki Jiki Sneak Attack, um, and the 
those kind of cards. I think they're they're two different decks for Rebecca for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you aren't if you're ignoring those end end step triggers, they can you you might just end up losing them the next upkeep. And so yeah. it's like, why am I keeping around this card when I'm losing this other one? And so I think you want to focus either on during on your one turn. or the other yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So mm, if exactly. you're going to build, that's how I would do it. But and that that I noted your evoke stuff, but again, the evoke stuff isn't that big of a deal to let them die. Exactly. So kind of what you're saying there, because they're just it's a two-two flyer. That's not winning you the game. <laughs> like and actually. They're more beneficial to be in your graveyard because of all the recursion that you have from your graveyard. So it's almost most of the time you want it to to hit your graveyard. Um, So you do have quite a bit. uh, I didn't notice looking at it beforehand that you had a lot of discard. Now that you say it, I was going through it. I'm like, oh, yeah, he has unfulfilled desires, which is one of your uh, cards you talked about for the reserve cards. Um, You have Tortured Existence. You have Dak Faden. Uh, Tafiri, Master of Time. Of course, you have that in every blue deck. Mm-hmm. Faithless Looting. Uh, there's your Windfall. But you also have like three or four lands uh, that have the tap and draw and also discard. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Desolate uh, Lighthouse, which is one of your babies there. Um, you have Gaia Reach of... Sanitarium. What is it? Yeah. Sanitarium. And then there's the other one. Is it... Oh, no. Mikikoro doesn't have you discard. So there's like three of but, them. So you do actually have a lot more than I was thinking. Uh, it just didn't jump out at me that, that you had a discard theme in there. Uh, but once you say it, then I actually can see that there's a lot of stuff in there to kind of it, mill through your deck a bit. Not mill, but yeah. filter through and your deck. the big thing about if you're doing like a draw discard style deck is it's not card advantage per se without like, and that's and that's why I put uh, Teferi's Ageless Insight or Rael, uh, the Everwise. Um, those cards mm-hmm. actually gain you cards, but mm-hmm. when you're doing a draw discard one for one or even so, Faithless Looting is technically card disadvantage because you're paying one and like losing a card from your hand. You're drawing two and getting rid of two. So really, you're mm-hmm. you're losing you're three losing cards. one card. Yeah, you're losing one card total. And that's oftentimes how those style of cards work. And so you need to make sure either you can refill your hand or you're really playing into it. Like, oh, you can you can go hellbent pretty quick if you're just going spell-based. Um, mm-hmm. That's why I kind of leaned more into the permanents that do it, like Dak Faden, like you said, Unfulfilled Desires. Um, those, I feel, are more consistent. You can do it over time when you want to or when you need to. Um, and so, and again, you could probably just go with a wheel effect, like put in the um, the windfall, the uh, wheel of fortune, wheel of fortune. those style of cards. And you'll probably have a more efficient way of doing it, but I wanted to avoid, I wanted to play with Notion Thief and Hull Breach, but I didn't want to consistently get rid of people's hands. That wasn't how I wanted to win. He wanted to be like a half dick. Yeah. Not a full on erection is what he wanted to be. Yeah. Like just a chub. Yeah. Like, you know, you're getting there, but full on erection. Lowry is not. If it happens, (laughs) I'll get a full on erection, but. Oh, I can already see the little meme that uh, (laughs) AJ is going to make. (laughs) There you go, AJ. You're welcome. (laughs) Oh boy. 
Lowry's new Facebook Facebook uh, profile pic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so you already kind of mentioned it before, but your Day of Dragons. So what is your game winner? Your game winner, you kind of mentioned, is Kozalik and Emrakul your two main winners, or is there other ways that you have... Where do you see the outcome? How do you pull off the win with this deck? Archfiend uh, of Ifnir. Love that card. Is, uh, whenever you cycle or discard a card, uh, put minus one, minus one counters on each creature your opponents control. There is a ton of discard theme in here. So this will just wipe the board. Um, mm-hmm. And if you need like more consistency there, I don't know if you noticed this enchantment. Uh, it is... Tortured, the tortured, tortured one? Existence. Yeah, that's the one I was mentioning before. Yep. Yeah, I, I mentioned that one for your discard. Or I didn't say it. I was just going, th- okay. <laughs> excuse me, going through it all. But yeah, that's pretty sweet. So it's pay a black, choose and discard a creature card from your hand, and then return a creature card from your graveyard into your hand. And so you could just juggle two cards back and forth and get your discard triggers like you can with Ifnir. So as much black man as you have, put that many minus one, minus one counters on your opponent's creatures. Um, or and then just win by basically beating face with what creatures you have, yeah, yeah, on the board. And then there's also two, uh, like Bone Miser. So yep, I would I was, just that was where I was getting at. Yeah, Bone Miser. Whenever you discard a creature card, create a two-two zombie. Whenever you discard a land, get two land, two black swamps for that turn. Two black mana. Yeah. Uh, whenever you discard a non-creature, non-land, draw a card. So, yeah, that's a sweet card. Did you get the enchantment with that one? Because that doesn't work because it's opponent, yeah. so that doesn't help So if you you're going much. wheels, you definitely want the other one in there as well. For sure. Uh, and then there is the other creature. Did you catch that one? Uh, oh, the, the surly yeah. badger soar. Yeah, I've liked that one. That was from the commander, is it 2020 yeah, this year? Yeah, just this springs yeah. uh but it's whenever you discard a creature card put a one one counter on it whenever you discard a land gain a treasure and then whenever you discard a cre- non-creature non-land it fights yeah um, so <laughs> that helps you wipe out some guys as well as making a minus one minus yeah. one so those those three like I, i've been trying to fit in other like when you discard a card something happens but a lot of them pay you gotta pay one mm-hmm. and most of the time i'm like i don't want to pay one and so I've just been cutting it as well. So, but I think those three can do some work. I also see that you are around my land total there, buddy. 37, welcome to the pack. 37. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel good about it, but. <laughs> uh, it looks like you have, your curve is at 3.37. So you're sitting pretty. You got a lot of monorocks in here. You got a lot of the talismans. <clears throat> yeah. And I mean, if you look at, if you take out the two Eldrazi, it probably dropped the CMC it drops quite it. a bit. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you take out the Eldrazi and then also the, uh, whatchamacallit, the guy that has the unearth. He has, he's he has six. a huge casting cost too. What is he? Is he six? Yeah, Cedrus is six. Yeah, he's six. I guess he's... So you have a couple big guys in there. One last one I kind of wanted to mention is I noticed you have Rael in there. Yeah. That seems pretty pretty sweet in this, it, especially since you're discarding. Yeah, it's it's really cool because sometimes I can just get, like, stuck. And mm-hmm. if that card comes out, like, turn three, I'm super happy because it just mm-hmm. it keeps me going. 
but just like when I run out of gas, if you know, if you have like the desolate lighthouse, which you draw a card, discard a card. So it's draw a card, discard a card, then draw a card. Yeah. Um, it just kind of slowly puts you ahead. Um, the guy reached sanitarium, same instance going on. So yeah, if you guys are wondering, Rael, her main ability that he's using there is whenever you discard one or more cards for the first time each turn, mm-hmm. draw that many cards. So he's doing this on other people's turns, doing it on his turn. You just can't keep doing it on your turn because it's only the first time that you do it. Yeah, and so sometimes some of the big ones, so like the Windfall, like uh, Memory Jar, if you end up discarding off of that. That would help quite a bit. Those can be pretty big ones. Um, And so, but also if you're doing something like Unfulfilled Desires, you can do that once on everybody's turn as well. And so you're drawing one discarding one then drawing one and it, it just slowly puts you ahead and if you have any mm-hmm. of those bone miser style cards it uh you can get start getting ahead pretty quick sweet so have you been able to test it besides goldfish you test with the I, I got discord yet? one game on discord last week but it has severely changed since then um oh and i think i heard about it uh, i heard you had title barracuda out one of the yeah, yeah. Somebody was it, talking it, about, yeah. Lost me in the game. <laughs> oh, did it? <laughs> yeah, a guy was attacking with a bunch of his uh, his dinosaurs, and I was at like 38 life, and he was going to deal me like 19. Uh, and then he played a sorcery at instant speed, and I, I, I didn't block at all. Um, and uh, he doubled all the damage being dealt to me, and I was dead. Uh, so, yikes. I was dead real quick so it killed me um whoopsie but it's, still, it's still cool um one of the things that i do want to point out too just mm-hmm. they might be niche cards but they f- this is one of the safest oh, yeah, to we, put them in do we want a pet section is this your pet no, section no no i think this is just where it goes is the uh the cards that lose me the game at the end of turn <laughs> uh, so there's lowry's losers uh, final fortune which is red red instant yeah Take an yeah. extra turn. I saw all those, yeah. Those are kind of like the the added ones. Like, if you have a thing that ends your turn and you have red, you got to add these because you have, yeah. what, also Glorious End? Yeah, Glorious End. That's douchey because you do it to somebody else's turn. Yep. You're like, oh, I don't like what you're doing. End your turn, but then it can kill you. <laughs> well, it's it's like uh, a red counterspell. So if right. they're casting something or even it, it, it could be like a fall. Attacking. Somebody's attacking you, yeah. Yeah. Um, and why well, end your turn time sp- stop does that and whatever discombobulate was supposed to be um it's the so my my question is when you have those and you cast those do you have a backup in your hand or are you making sure that you have enough mana that you can recast her if somebody kills uh obeka <clears throat> well i mean you gotta you, those are sometimes a you just gotta hope hope and dream <laughs> yeah i mean i i think generally you want some sort of backup and you probably want to make sure that people can't just kill Obeka, like you're saying. Um, because back in the day, my favorite, and I've always wanted to do, and I've never been able to accomplish this, is when people would do, you remember, the, was it from Time Spiral? The the zero casting cost ones, but then you had to pay that mana at the beginning of your next upkeep yeah. or that player loses the game. What I always wanted to do is be able to be like, okay, your land stays tapped <laughs> just to kill somebody by having them kill themselves. Yeah. What is that from time spiral? What were uh, those future from? Sight. 
Future set. It's always the same packs. block. Um, yeah. I almost yeah, put in the yeah. free counter spell in here, but the problem is, is that Shaking my it's head. during your upkeep when you got to pay that, so you are just skipping your turn, and none of them are worth skipping oh. a turn for. Yeah, uh, unless you have a stifle effect, so you can stifle that, I believe. Um, and so you'd probably have to do a lot more than what I'm doing. Because the only stifle mm-hmm. effects I have in here are Tails End, Stifle, stifle. and <laughs> Disallow. Mm-hmm. Oh, really cool card, Corpse Dance. Have you seen that one at all? That's Okay, so I didn't go into depth with that. And that one's from, uh, what is that? Tor, no, That's, it's not Tor. Uh, it's Tempest. Um, Tempest, So yep. this is a reserve list. And it's uh, instant, three or two colorless on a black, buy back for two, and then put the top creature card. So it has to be the top creature card, and you got to be conscious mm-hmm. of how you are doing your graveyard. Because yep. technically, you're not allowed to rearrange your graveyard. Uh, doesn't matter unless you have a card like this. That does this, yeah. Um, put the top creature into your uh, in your graveyard into play. Creature is unaffected. Remove it from the game at end of turn. This is one of those where you just get rid, you know, exile the trigger. Um, but the buyback allows you to continually do Keep it. Keep doing yeah. it. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So, yeah, that's totally worth it for five. Yeah. <laughs> to just... Keep bringing back that creature. And if, Shit, there's a land on top. What the fuck do no, I do no, now? I think you still, it's oh, it's a very top creature. top creature. Yeah, gotcha. So, uh, <laughs> it doesn't say top card of your graveyard. It says top creature yeah. card. Yep, you're right. So the, I think it's a really cool card if you've never seen it before. You can also mm-hmm. do um, Shallow Grave, which we have talked about in the past in here. And then there's also Goryo's Vengeance. Um that could also be a card in here as well. So um, I think I what I did initially on the build was I tried to have all of the different things you could do with Obeka. But then those <clears throat> stacking different times of when you need your turn to end just kind of backfired a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and so having a, a lot of those, that's when I cut like the ETB creatures and just tried to leave in uh, the evoke creatures and I still mm. like them in here. Um, and so I, th- I think it's a really cool, I think there's more that you can probably do with this that I'm just haven't had the time to learn. Um, and I probably, it seems pretty sweet. It, it seems like it could be really cool. Um, flesh bag Marauder and that style of card. I know we had t- mentioned it. Those might be, end up being left over from I had that new uh, black blue commander that like taps uh, what is the new keyword bringing back creatures from your graveyard and like exiling it put three in and they're exiled at the end oh um uh, what is it called encore? yes so you can yep. remove that the encore trigger at the end of turn and that's what oh, I was, so what I wanted to do with Fleshbag Marauder anyway. So you're just bringing in three and everybody's sacrificing three creatures. And I feel like you could control the board. I cut that today thinking that it's only really affecting those three cards. Um, <clears throat> oh, oh. Because it, it, you get to choose what creatures and they have that creature has Encore. Yeah. That might be good to have in there. Yeah, I think... 
that legend though does um a better job with like smaller utility creatures um so like with with the uh da -da 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 -da, drifter like i don't want to pay yeah. five to encore that right. but i want to pay three or i want to encore right. the the baleful strict style cards so if you have small utility creatures i think that card is gold um i think yeah. my my curve was a little bit bigger than i wanted for that to work solidly um and so but that that is probably just a lower to the ground deck um and then the only other thing that's kind of maybe a leftover was Blade of Selves, which gives your creature... you The myriad yeah. stuff or whatever? And so you can also yeah. exile that trigger for exiling the tokens. So you that. keep all those those tokens. Yeah. yeah. So, so those are your sideboard ones. They might come back in. They might Yeah, not. Blade of Selves is in here right now. Um, oh, it yeah, is. Yeah, but... The problem is, is that my top end. Oh yeah, it is. There my it top is. Top end yep. that would really like put the punch that I'd really love Blade of Selves on, are Legends, and so like maybe a Titans, uh, you know, like Grave Titan and um, Inferno Titan would just be better than Eldrazi and stuff like that. Like they're just so big. Mm -hmm. Um. And so that that might be the case. I don't know. That's something that maybe I, I learn a little bit later. So Blade of Cells might not be the best in this build, but Myriad is something that you could play around with, and it's probably really good with the Encore mechanic as well. Yeah, that's, I like that. I like that idea. But yeah, you're right. Having it as a legendary makes it a little more tough. Yeah. So. Yeah, I like the... Fleshbag, like I just thought you had something else with that. I like playing Fleshbag Marauder and all that 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 kind of effect. I play that a lot with mm -hmm. decks, and so I because I kept seeing that repeat. I was like, "Does it really work that way?" <laughs> <laughs> and so that's why I was like, "This has to be my first question because if it does, that's crazy." That would, yeah. I mean, yeah. you could get rid of the trigger, but then nobody sacrifices. Right. So, yeah. It's yeah. That's where I was like, "There's no way that that does that." Oh, uh, the the other thing that I haven't gotten a confirmation on from Landon, but with uh, God damn it, why can't I think of what does Muldrifter do? Evoke. Muldrift. Yeah. So I don't know the ordering of what Evoke does, but what I hope to be able to do is. Both triggers go on the stack, right? I don't know if I'm allowed to order that or or not, but it'd be nice to be able to like evoke Muldrifter, draw two cards, and with the sack uh, trigger on the stack, end the turn. I, yeah. I don't know if evoke... Yeah, I think you... Well, it depends on if I can order which trigger happens first or if it's... Uh, I see what you're saying. So, because it's saying when you cast this spell for its evoke, if you cast it for that cost, sacrifice it when it, if you do, it's sacrificed when it enters the battlefield. Its wording is when it enters the battlefield, draw two cards. So, yeah, you're wondering if you can stack those and go, yeah, they're both when it, when it enters the battlefield. I'm going to have the drawing two things first. But that's what I was getting at is even if that works, where you can go, I'm drawing two cards, end my turn. Yeah. 
it's still only a two, two and you have a lot of, uh, it'd be True. nice to know if you can do that, but you have a lot of recursion and it's better to draw two cards with this than to have a two, two on the battlefield. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can fully agree with that. I just think it'd be an interesting thing. It's to something know. that the, or commander gouts. No, I'm just kidding. Whoa. <laughs> That's all going to be bleeped. I'm kind of bleep on that. Can't tell everybody that. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think the first, the first name is bleeped out. So you guys don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I should write down the time that I did that. So I don't That's forget. Easy. All right. Yeah. So I, I think there's a lot of little nuanced things that you can do with Opeka. Um, I tried to highlight it as best I could. Um, and tried to learn as much yeah. as I could about it. I'll try and put that uh, Sundial of the Infinite article into our show notes. That'll be down below. And uh, hope you enjoy it. Sweet. All right. Next up. In the common tongue, it says one speck to rule them all. One speck to find them. One speck to bring them all. And in the darkness, find them. That is a very long <laughs> intro, spec one. <laughs> Worth it. Again, AJ had a good uh, spec. Yeah. <laughs> somehow found a, a still shot of me with the video of my mouth open, so it looks like I'm going spec. Spot <laughs> on. Perfect. Uh, okay. Uh, I believe. Who went first last week? You go ahead and go first again this week. I think you went first again last week, but uh, we are, what we are doing here is we are going through each set uh, that we want to go through right now. We are finishing up with standard. This will be the last one in standard. Then we'll go all over the place. Uh, But we are picking one spec that we could put all the chips in. If we were like, all right, betting the mortgage on this. Putting all my money, all the, everything I want to buy, Don't I'm going to just buy this one spec. Mortgage on any of Don't, on magic but, but, at all. That's. <laughs> but the idea is put all the money in on this, and down the road, you know, six months, twelve months, we should almost do a time frame. But I don't know the time frames. I can guess. Uh, it's just kind of when the card hits and when it's been out of print for so long. Uh, but what we think is going to make you the most money out of that set. Uh, we're picking different ones, so sometimes we might have the same ones, but we're purposely each trying to pick a different one or a kind of... So far, we both have picked a different one. We haven't had like a, I wanted to pick that. No, I wanted to pick that. We both like all the picks that are done until this I'm, week. No, I'm just kidding. I'm pretty sure I would have said Tefuri, Master of Time. Oh, I just beat you to the punch? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Sorry. Okay, so I'm going. That's why sometimes I've been letting you <laughs> letting you go pick yours because I'll steal it. I don't want to steal it. Yeah, let's see. You did Tefiri. I did Tefiri, and you did Tefiri's Ageless Insight. Yeah. So I still think that's a that's a really good pick for pricing wise too. You're at three, and mine was at twenty. All right. So yeah, why don't you go first this week, Lowry? So we're doing Throne of Eldraine. I want to change my pick at the last second. Oh, are you <laughs> Back serious? to what it was. <laughs> Okay, I I can I can run with that. I liked I liked that pick, and that's why I kind of was like, oh, okay. So I'm gonna go with Chulain, Teller of Tales. A little bit of cheating because it was in the um, brawl boxes, but it's still you know it's able to be played in standard, and it's technically Throne of Eldraine. Um, you can find the foil version of it for two bucks 
on TCG. Um, I think the card is played a whole ton. I think it has... To be precise, it's 3,000 EDH rec decks for the commander and 3,000 for not the commander. So you're talking 6,000 decks for a three-color card. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And so there is a the list version of it, non-foil, that I believe was $4 on TCG. Non-foil? Who cares about that, us Commander players? Well, and I... When you have an option that's cheaper or about the same price, fuck, so go So I with would the, go with the $2. I think the list just isn't out a whole ton. Like, it's really hard to get the list cards. Yeah. Because um, that was the, the set boosters from Battle for Zendikar. And so, I, mm-hmm. you know, the... the mythics didn't show up a whole ton um so that is the one i'm going to go with because i think it's at a lower end and i can see this being like a six to ten dollar card like pretty easy so Tulane, i hate as a commander and no offense strongly but i think that he's killing i think he killed his Tulane deck actually just because it's it it seems like they just built this deck for you. Like all you're doing is you cast a creature, you draw a card and you're playing a land off of just casting a creature as a 99. I really like it because it is that game winning threat. It sucks when I think that's what I hate about Tulane mm-hmm. is as a commander, it's a game winner by itself. Like as soon as Tulane's out, if you let that person get around and do their turn, it can be a it's game a winner. Draw engine, but, it's a ramp engine and it just, gets out of control. I know we've talked about it and we're like, ah, it's fine, but it sucks playing against. Yeah. But so as a 99, it's like any other threat that you come across in a night, a game, but when it's the commander and you keep coming, I just, I dislike it. But going back on what you're saying, I think it's an excellent pick because it's just a saw. Like if you're playing a green, white and blue deck and you're playing creatures, yeah, this has to be in there. You know, this is just a solid everything. It's a solid glue <laughs> Draw, card. ramp. Yeah, it's it's just an amazing card. And three bucks for something that that's that good. I think the only reason that it's held down by the price is because it was in those, the, or were they the, the, the brawl uh, commander decks. brawl boxes? Yeah. And at first it was really expensive because those weren't available, but then they sent out more shipments and everybody got their hands on it. Um, but like I said, you're, you're looking at 6,000 EDH rec decks and 3000 of those is as a commander. So it's being built. Yeah. Those 3000 people are huge, huge dicks. Just lucky my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I wish. <laughs> uh, yeah. Excellent. Excellent spec. Where do you think that this one will get to? And you're, t- you're just saying the foils. Yeah. Right I think on the this. foils get up to six to eight dollars i don't want to spend four dollars on a card that's going to get the six to eight but you think six to eight if they don't reprint this for the next like three or four or five years um i could see this being an over ten dollar card don't you I'm, or I'm just, just do you think that like, the three colors are holding yeah, it the back three colors are definitely going to hold it back um i'm thinking like semi comparing it to a card like Maldrotha, the grave tide and that's up to that. I think that got up to about fourteen, if I'm thinking yeah, right. Let me check Mold Moldrotha. Um, 
but that has like its own thing that 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 card i think is is perfectly balanced where people like playing with it and they don't hate it um to whereas like um moldratha is 32 for foil but that's from a standard set 36 for the promo pre-release i would just go nine for the like the two lane foil i don't think it's going to be much more than the non-foil um, but if you have the option of having a foil and non-foil, I would definitely go over to that yeah. foil part. So I just, I wouldn't look at it like a pack or a promo foil or whatever. Um, yeah. So I, I think I can see 10. I don't I can see 10. Yeah. I, I think you're, I think you're right with 10. If not, I don't know. Here's my, my, my thing with that is, you got these, I believe, I'm not 100% positive, but the only way that you got the foil ones was from the Brawl boxes. Yeah. They weren't in standard, so they weren't being opened a ton just in standard. It was just in the Brawl boxes. And now you have the list, which really the list doesn't affect that price. They're so, it, yeah, it's so scarce that it doesn't affect. So this doesn't have a lot of printing. You know, it's. And it, it had. I believe it has a non-foil printing from the collectors. From the collectors, yeah, Um, yeah. So it's like, I guess uh, you're right. Maybe the the non-foils are a good one to go for too. But when you have the foils and non-foils at the same price, yeah, yeah, I don't know. This is solid. I I think it's yeah. I think it's a really good card. I think it's a very playable card, and Mm -hmm. um, I think at two dollars, I think it's a steal. So, yep. Yep, I agree. What do you have? Um, I, well, being honest, I wanted to do Fabled Passage, full art of those, but mm-hmm. that got reprinted in the same year, pretty much a year away, in, was it, M21? Yeah. So there's a, I think there's a good potential for Fabled Passage to just be reprinted whenever they want. My my thought was going for the full art of that because it's not always getting full art, but then it got two full arts yeah. <laughs> in the same year. So it's like, well, kind of wrong with that one. So that I kind of leaned away. Reason for that one was that one's in 32,000 decks. I mean, of course, it's in yep. a lot because it's going to be in almost every deck. So I went with another land that I think is pretty good uh, for drawing, uh, has some pretty sweet art. Uh, I know other casts have talked about this card too, but uh, I just dig this card a lot uh but it's castle lockthwain and i am focused more on full art showcase the showcase foil not foil not the foil ones just the the non-foils uh because those are sitting at about 10 bucks right now and this is used in uh 10,000 edh rec decks foils like we had talked about last week there's a big difference between the foils and the non-foils when you're talking about the showcase ones, uh, they're at 30 plus mm. right now. So there's, they're three times the amount of your non foils. Uh, if you don't know what castle Octoman does, it's when it comes in the battlefield, it comes in tapped, unless you control a swamp, you can tap it for a black or you can tap three, a two black and a colorless tap it, draw a card and lose life equal to the number of cards in your hand. So it's a good draw, uh, especially that late game when you don't have many cards in your hand, uh, even mid game, when you have a couple cards in your hand, I'll pay a, a few life to draw cards, like a card, you know. Um, the other part of this is I think the promo 
throw uh, the promo foils are also a spot to get here. Those are at uh, five bucks, uh, and that's only a dollar more than the non foils. So this one I had at showcases, maybe reaching twenty or more, especially because it's showcases, and then your foils probably getting over ten. So double up on the foils and you double up on the showcases as well. Right on. Personally, if I had to choose between the foil and then the full art stuff, non-foils, I would go for the full art for me because that just that full art picture of it yeah. looks a little amazing. bit more zoomed in. It does feel like yeah. full art has a bit more potential for the future as well. Um, mm-hmm. Just looking at like <clears throat> current foils or promo foils are like technically the top end of you know a non-foil card and there's not that big of a difference but a full Mm -hmm. art foil there's a huge difference between that and full art so it feels like there's more more room to like yeah like you had you had talked about i think last week and the week before you've mentioned that where you have a big price discrepancy between the two they got to balance out Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) They don't have to, but they typically do. They come like one starts to reach up to the other one. When you have things that are, well, this is, I don't know the drop rates of all that, but the foil full arts are a lot more difficult to come by, and I don't think those are going down. So I think that could even be a pick if you wanted it, but uh, I'm just saying the full art non-foils look gorgeous by themselves. And once these are no longer uh, in print, I can see these being printed again. I can see these in a commander product. I think they're you know, too specific. All of the, you yeah. think so? Again? The the land base and the commander products are shit. Yeah, that's what you they keep should, saying. Because I'm keep not wrong. <laughs> what about... No, wait, wait, wait. Back it up. Commander Legends. We have some pretty sweet land in this. I actually do <laughs> the battle bond land yeah, but, but that's not yes a, on a typical a yeah i know this isn't your typical yeah but uh my 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 finishing my thought with that is if they reprinted this in a commander product it's just going to be the the non-foil regular card not the full art and so yeah. another reason why to go for those so again, uh, we have Tulane for Lowry and Castle Lachthwain for me. I love uh, your accent. It's so sexy. Lachthwain. Sexy. I have been keeping track. I should. Have you noticed? Or uh, you can check it out on our Google or uh, shared docs. Lowry, you can check it out on Google Docs. <laughs> I think I'll, I'll eventually share that on the Discord. So anybody that wants to hack our account can also check it out. <laughs> But yeah, so far it's uh, there's no change because we just started yeah. this. So <laughs> I was I was assuming not much change, yeah. other than maybe down. When it changes, I will brag Ooh. if I if I'm winning. If it changes the other way, I won't mention it at all. <laughs> that <laughs> is uh, that's how you always look like a winner. Yep. Hide your faults. Uh, all right. What was what so was that? Hide, hide my your faults. faults. Uh, all right. Well, that was a good episode. Oh, yes. We did no, pretty you good did there. Wonderful. I mean, I said we did yeah, pretty well, good. I'm complimenting you specifically. I'm surprised Aww. that you were able to make it Aww. through that beginning part. That was, what, what, what do you mean? Oh, yeah. That sad. was pretty I tough. I started crying. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, Allie, Allie oh, used to, even... when I'd stay over, she'd try and suffocate me, like trying to sleep on yep, my she's... chest. And she'd be... Yeah, that's that's when we, in the last couple, without getting back at it, but that's where she sleeps when she sleeps on Cindy, is like two inches from her yeah. chin, just her face to her face. And then when she stopped doing that, it was like, because, uh, never mind. Uh, not going to get Debbie Downer at the end of the podcast. <laughs> all right. Well, that should do it for this week. We will catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye. See ya.